Hey guys, welcome back to the Intentional Love Podcast. My name is Kiana. And I'm Nakia. And we are back this week with the topic of surrender. Um, so I guess the first thing that we need to start off is what is the definition of surrender? Like, what does that mean? And when I looked up the definition of what surrender meant, it meant to cease resistance to an enemy or opponent and submit to their authority. Um, I think this is crazy because when you think about it in the context of... Um, like our relationship with God um, to surrender or to submit our um, to God's authority in our life. When we're not in a position where we're submitting our will to God, we are ultimately treating God as if he's an enemy. And that seems so crazy to hear. But in reality, that's where we're at when we're not surrendering our lives to God for him to be able to have full and complete authority and control over our wills, right? So I can be the first to say that trusting God with everything is most definitely difficult. Um, I most definitely have struggled when it comes to um, things with regards to my future, things with regards with romantic relationships. Um, I just felt like, and I'm going to admit it because I think being transparent is what we're here to do. Um, I felt like I knew better. I felt like I knew what I wanted to do with my career. I knew what I wanted in a man. I knew all the things. And what I'm realizing is that I was completely and totally wrong and that's okay because God had better and he had a different revelation of what those things looked like on the other side of my surrender so today we're going to go ahead and we're just going to go ahead and go in hot and heavy (laughs) um, with scripture Um, we're going to be coming from Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 and I'm going to read it and then we're just going to go ahead and break down the scripture and get down to the nitty gritty because I think for this particular topic the Lord has given me a lot to say um and so we're gonna go ahead and share those little tidbits and get down to it so chapter 16 verse 24 it says then Jesus said to his disciples if anyone wants to follow after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me so in the scripture it's packed because I think when you really get down to what these words mean, it would change the way that you read the scripture. So the first word that I decided to look up was deny himself. That was one that kind of stood out to me. Um, and what does it mean to deny? And to deny, it means to refrain from satisfying oneself. Now, <laughs> um, I feel like from a very young age, we all have been told or conditioned to put our own wants and desires and needs before all else. And even God, when God actually calls us to do the opposite, words like no, they can kind of be seen as real annoying (laughs) and something that you don't really want to hear. I used to hate being told no to anything. I'm a spoiled brat. So hearing no, it just did not sit well with me. Even in my adulthood, it still takes some use getting to or getting some time getting used to. However, when I realized who I was surrendering to, a God who knows all, sees all, and has a perfect plan for all, it began to become a little more bearable. I began to realize that there was literally nothing that God had taken away from me that he not had not replaced with better or more of himself. And no began to become more of a place of redirection, and they became more peaceful than anything else that I had kind of experienced, right? Um, Versus being 
in a place of like disgust or anger when people told me no I began to kind of find safety in the no's because I knew that coming from a God that had my best interest at heart a God that knows all sees all and has a plan for all it made it really easy for me to kind of just fall into no because God knows best not I um so what I want to get into next is going to be coming from second Kings verse 18 and 5 it says hezekiah trusted in the lord the god of israel there is no one like him among all the kings of judah either before him or after him all right so during my devotional time i have been going through kings and anybody who's follows me on any social media they know that i have been obsessed with the kings right the first king and second kings i've been absolutely obsessed and i'm really sad because i recently finished them but there was just so much to unpack in these words that it really just changed my whole perspective right in my relationship with god and so the word that i really want to pull out of um chapter 18 verse 5 is it says hezekiah relied on the lord god of israel and that word relied my mom told me a while ago that sometimes we really have to take time to really look at what these words mean because sometimes we are used to just reading over words because we think that we have an understanding of what those words mean. But when we go and we look at the definition of those words, it brings back a different revelation or it allows us to see the scripture differently than the way that we have first viewed it. And so with this particular word, something about this word stood out to me. And I was like, what does it even mean to rely on the Lord God of Israel to rely so when I looked up the word rely it means to depend to depend on with full trust and confidence or to be dependent and when I started hearing the word depend on or to trust with full confidence I began to think of like children um children when you think about a kid we have my god uh my god sister who spends like a lot of time here with us and um two is a staple in our life at the moment but one thing about it is she always poses questions um about stuff that she doesn't have the capacity to truly understand but she asks us why anyways or she'll um do things or try to get a better understanding of certain things and i feel like when you think about it children when you think about children, they also are not able to really do but so much for themselves. They depend on you for provision. They depend on you for safety. They depend on you for your knowledge. They depend on you for so much. And so in the same way, we should be in that type of state of mind with regards to God, right? Um, so going back to the two analogy, two, she only has but so much knowledge to really pull from. And I think it was crazy because when I was reading this at first, he made me think of two and just how when it comes to being like a child before the Lord, we have to truly abandon our logic because we as grown people, we have this, you know, somewhat of a depth of knowledge and understanding that it causes us to truly trust God. It causes us to, it causes us to not truly trust God with the plans and the will that he has for our life because it doesn't make sense to us and just like too how even though she asked why a thousand times no matter how many times she received an answer it didn't make sense to her it's the same way that we are before God we're like why did you do it this way or why did you do it that way 
we will never truly be able to comprehend why God does what he does, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't surrender and trust that he's working it out for our good. The scripture says, for all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. And that's the scripture that we can stand on and back um, with regards to understanding that we may not have every single answer. We may not understand every single answer, every direction and directive from God, but we can trust that as we are completely and solely trusting in the Lord that he is ordering our steps according to his perfect will for our life. And so um, to surrender is to lay every thought, dream, goal, ideas that we have had for ourselves at the feet of Jesus and allow him to set the course for our lives. And I think it's really easy to kind of want to decide our own future, decide our own fate, decide our own will. But as we truly begin to push into God's presence, we realize that our wants and our desires begin to mirror or mimic what God wants for us. And as we are spending that quality time and we are actively pursuing and actively seeking God out, he begins to change our heart's desires to reflect what it is that he desires for us, right? And so um, there's... The scripture, it says, um, it's Psalms 37, verse 4, and it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I think that is just very reflective of how, as we continue to push into God's presence, he will begin to do some transformative work in our heart that will change the way that we view things, change the way that we receive things, and change the things that we would even want. And sometimes you will realize that a lot of the things that you wanted before, they don't even hold a candle to the things that God has now want has now placed on your heart to desire. Um, you have anything you want to say, Kia? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> surrendering ourselves to God is not something that we do just once, but an ongoing choice. Choosing to daily give ourselves over to him can lead us toward his peace, joy, and directions in our life. That's a very good point. It is something that you have to work on doing constantly because it isn't a one-stop shop. It doesn't just stop once you do it one good time. That's one thing that is 100% facts, <laughs> if nothing else, because Lord knows I've been in a place where it's like, okay, like I got really, really good at surrendering. And then it's like, okay, I go and I pick that same stuff back up, thinking that I could do more and better with it because God wasn't moving as fast as I had hoped that he would on those situations. But one thing that I'm learning is that every time I'm giving stuff up and it's going to cost you some stuff, right? There's going to be some things that he's going to call you out of. There are going to be some things that he redirects you from. It's going to be some people that he tells you to stop being associated with. It's going to cost you some things to follow Christ. But in doing that, you can trust and believe that God is going to meet you on the other side and that he's going to speak and he's going to be present and he's going to hold your hand through this whole process. I know for me personally, one thing that um, I can genuinely say that as I begin to kind of really take my walk seriously now, I've always been a Christian. I've always been in the church. I've always taken my relationship with God seriously, but I think not until recently did my relationship with God get real to where it was an active and wholehearted pursuit of God and everything else stopped mattering. Um, but when I started doing that, God started calling me into a place of, um, like holiness and um sanctif he's he's taking me through a process of sanctification and in that process he's kind of caused me to kind of start cutting off certain things 
that were not genuinely benefiting me in life, right? And so when it came to like men, there were some men that he had led me to stop talking to and kind of just block and kind of cut out of my life because they kind of kept me in a cycle um, of like a distracted cycle because that is one of my heart's desires is to be like in a relationship to be in love and all those things right but what I realized is that it could it could be distracting when my priorities were not set right and so um, I found myself being in a repetitive cycle with a few men in my life and it was like okay at this point we're not going to keep playing this game it's not going anywhere. We know it's not going anywhere. Let's just cut it off. And so the Lord was kind of just pulling me to cut some things off. Now, in my little pea brain, I swore that that was the worst thing that the Lord could have ever asked of me. But now looking back on it, I'm like, thank you, God, for delivering me from that cycle that I didn't realize was really having such a hold on my life. Another thing that he had kind of led me to give up was drinking. And it was very random and very like out of the blue. But when I think back and I look back, I know that it was God working the whole time. So um, my friends had actually made a decision that they were going to stop drinking. I have two friends, um, absolutely love and adore them. They made a decision to stop drinking. And so I was still drinking. I hadn't really felt any personal convictions with regards to drinking. So I was kind of just doing my due and like, you know, it was fine. Well, they came around and um, they were, they came around our big group of friends and they were like, oh no, like I stopped drinking. And I was like, oh, when y'all stop, you know, when y'all stop drinking, cause we used to drink together. What you mean? Y'all stop drinking. Right. And they were like, oh yeah. Like, you know, I made the decision to stop drinking. And so, um, I don't a hundred percent remember the scripture, but there was one that kind of just like, um, that kind of came to my, the forefront of my brain where it was basically saying like, don't cause your brothers or sisters in Christ to stumble. And so I was like, well, if they're not drinking, let me not drink because I don't want to be the temptation for that. Right. And so I was like, I just kind of stopped and it started off as like, maybe like I just needed like not drink around them. But next thing you know, I'm starting to kind of make this decision to just leave it alone completely. And then as I'm continuously like, you know, seeking God with regards to that like whole process, it became an actual lifestyle change that I ended up surrendering that part of myself to God and it was really hard because like I was a social drinker but I have friends that like to drink and if we're always being social we're always drinking when you have sitting at a table with you know 14 folks and everybody got a drink in their hand but you they start looking at you a little crazy it's a little different it's a little difficult but what I realized is that God was calling me out of that and he was calling me to a place to be um surrendered in that area of my life and while it was hard and it was difficult now I don't even really think twice about it now at one point I was absolutely craving a drink like it was almost as if I was a crack fiend and I was trying to you know go <laughs> back and me and my friends we always have like this little running joke of like yeah all it's gonna take is one drop and I'm a relapse but like we really are trying to leave that part of us in the past right so we really kind of just you know stray away from that and now it's funny because even though I've made that you know surrendered that area of my life my friends who still do drink um they respect that and they um they don't pressure me to drink or if we go around new people or old people they're like oh no they're not drinking they're not drinking. like they already make it easy for me to like let it be known without feeling pressure to drink they accept it and they welcome it right and so in this process you'll notice that god will start to strip things from you one by one sometimes and sometimes it can be all at once i've seen some people where it's like he took a lot of things from them at one time as they continue to surrender but we should never get in a place where 
we shouldn't surrender because whatever God is taking, know that he's taking it for a good reason and he's replacing it with something better or replacing it with something new. And there's always something that can be gained from that, right? Um, so for me personally, <laughs> it was a little rough. I think um, when Kia was talking about just having to go back and do it continuously, she wasn't wrong because there is still some days where it's like, Lord, keep me near you. Help me to make this right decision because some things are really hard to give up. Bad habits are hard to give up sometimes. And so trusting that he has our best interests at heart and not taking those no's to heart as strongly as I used to has been very helpful in my walk with God. And while it is a trust game, it is really hard to truly and wholly trust God. What I'm realizing is that he can do far more and better with the little bit than I could ever do. So we're going to continue to trust, even though that's hard, even though that's difficult. You got it? You don't have nothing? Okay. (laughs) Well, um, I think that's all that we have for this week. Um, But I'm praying for you guys as you guys are starting this transition. Um, For some of y'all, y'all may be in a place where God is calling you to surrender some things. You may be in a place where he's asking you to give up some things and loosen your grip and loosen your hold on some things. And it may seem uncomfortable, but being someone on the other side of surrender, um, there's so much that God wants to do in your life. There's so much that he wants to bless you with. There's so much that's on the other side of surrender. Um, And so just be obedient when he asks you to come from up out of things and when he asks you to let go of certain things because on the other side of your obedience, it's probably your blessings. It's going to be your blessings. It's going to be your breakthrough. It's going to be your rewards for being obedient to what God is calling you out of. And while it may be hard, I promise you that God is not going to ever take anything from you that is good for you. Even the word says that God will not withhold any good thing from you. So you can you can set your heart on that if it gets hard because he will not withhold any good thing. So trust and believe if he's taking it from you, he has better and it's not good for you. So you can at least rest and have peace in knowing that it wasn't for you. So I pray that you guys take this word, that you take this message and um, you um, be able to apply it to your everyday life. And we will see you next week. Um, we do have the song of the week this week. What is it, Cuba? Withholding Nothing by William McDowell. All right. So that is going to be your song for the week. Um, we hope to see you next week. My name is Kiana. And I'm Nakia. And we are intentionally loving, loving you, you right, right where, where you are. are. Bye, guys. <laughs>